Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey friends and family, how y'all doing? Well, here we are at Father's Day. <laughs> mm. What a day, what a day. It's so crazy because normally on holidays, like for some reason, um, and I really don't know what the reason is, but I tend to not get on social media on holidays. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm just, I don't know. Holidays, I just don't spend time on social media. And so, sorry. And so, um, I did check on a couple of my friends who, um, don't have their dads or um I mean I don't know not I I checked on a couple friends today just to see how they were doing um my dad has been gone for almost 20 years now and my stepfather my bonus father whatever you want to call him he has been gone for almost three years now. And so, and just looking back or looking over, like, the times, um, I don't really spend thought, like, I'm not really emotional about Father's Day. And I think, um, as I was expressing, like, to my girlfriend who, she lost her dad, um, probably only about two years ago so it's still kind of fresh to her um I think that it's a little it's a lot different for me than it is for her and so um you know we were kind of just talking about her situation with her and her dad and things like that and um I was telling her that you know what I've been realizing lately is how different that grieving could look for people. Um, And in watching people grieve differently, it has caused me to have empathy and sympathy. Or I think I might have had sympathy for them or people, but I never probably couldn't empathize. I don't know. What is the difference between empathy and sympathy anyway? Let's see. Let me look it up. Um, 
Okay, so empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. And sympathy would be... Okay, so to understand and know the feelings. Let's see. And when you sympathize, I guess when you have sympathy with someone, the feelings of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. Mm. So, yeah, I can definitely see the difference between it. So I am learning to empathize with people's grieving process. Um, and I was kind of, you know, I, in the moment I was very transparent with her. I'm not sure if it seemed like I wasn't. Um, but in that moment I felt, um, I had told her that, you know, how, how quickly I moved through my emotions. Um, and I think mainly because I never really had the luxury of being able to sit in them. So I think for me, um, I learned how to process my emotions rather quickly. And so um, it's hard for me when someone's grieving process becomes months and years after an incident. And so I am asking God to allow me to understand empathy without having to go through the exact event that someone has experienced. Um, Cause you do know a lot of times when you ask for certain things, like God will give it to you, but not in the way that you expected it. So a lot of times what like the most simplest thing to really understand is when you ask for patience, God isn't going to just bestow you magically with patience he will put you in a position where you have to be patient. And so that is how you cultivate a certain characteristic is being put in a situation where um, you get to recognize your response to it. And so I have been asking God to not give me a certain thing, but to show me a certain way. So that I can have some form of understanding. And so he has been doing that. Um, which I truly appreciate. Um, is me getting an ex- gaining experiences without the responsibility of the hurt and the heartache. Um, so just really bringing up, bringing to my remembrance um, an incident that I would, that I had been in before. And when he brings up the incident, he will allow me to understand the feeling that I felt in that moment. And so that I could be able to identify with how my friend feels. And so, um, yeah, I think losing my dad so young, um, um, and not really having like the best relationship with him, I think... It also allowed me to to move, you know, move quickly through the emotions um, in that process. But when I look at like my stepfather, um, I was most upset with myself um, because at the time of his passing, um, I wasn't in 
a financial situation to pay for the entire funeral. And normally, like, I am the oldest child. And even though it's not my biological dad, like, my mother had been with him since I was probably about two. So he was really, like, like, that's how, like, he was the one that taught me how to um, drive and... He was the one that used to pick me up from the parties and from the skating ring. And, you know, when I would run away from home, like he was the one that would look for me or came welcoming me. He was the one that helped me take care of my oldest child when I was still in high school. So I didn't have to pay for child care. Um, Just so many things that my stepdad was for me. And I think... A lot of these characteristics I didn't really even realize until I had become an adult. Um, so um, I think for years in growing up, you might, I might have felt like jealous. I don't know if that is the right word. Um, and then looking like just briefly, like now just thinking about like, things that I did and how I responded and reacted to my mom like I'm wondering like if I blamed my mother for not being with my dad or if I blamed my mother for not making it work or if I blamed my mother for mm, I don't know I'm sitting here and I'm like even just sitting here talking um it's making me think it's really making me think about my relationship and how I viewed my mother um because I had to have my stepfather as opposed to like or because my dad wasn't in the house and it's so crazy because she would always say and do things um and a lot of the things that she said and did she said it was because my father wasn't there so um she would say like well I did this because your dad wasn't there your dad wasn't here <laughs> and um I think in some way shape or form she might have felt guilty for my father not being there. And I don't really know the whole story as to like the final breakup or the reason why I did, it just couldn't work. Like, I don't know the reason. Um, she would probably say cheating. She would probably say that. I'm not mad about that. But she would probably say cheating. Um, so. I don't know. And if that is the case, I would. I'm glad she left. I'm not an advocate for like staying after infidelity. When you find out like it's one thing to like suspect it's another thing to have like evidence and you know what I mean? Like it's one thing to be insecure in your relationship because maybe previously they might have done something that just wasn't a hundred like percent 
what it just didn't go along with <laughs> sometimes and sometimes we just let communication early on in a relationship and so you end up in a relationship without a title and so things happen during that time period and then when you finally do get into a relationship sometimes it's hard for you to trust the person because of the things they did when y'all didn't have the conversation and so that's one thing but to blatantly know that somebody is stepping out like and I think we talked about this the other day about um all these married men just having relationships outside of their marriage and as a woman I'm just like do you suspect anything like do you like do you just stay because a lot of these men financially they are providing and so if they leave it's like where would you what would you do and where would you be financially and so I understand this because I had been in a situation um where my therapist was like we have to devise an exit plan like you can't stay in this and it wasn't because he was cheating. And in fact, he was. I just didn't find out until months after we had broke, already broken up. But it was just, um, it was very toxic. And I don't, and it was so crazy because my friends don't even say anything. My friends actually, like they didn't understand me breaking up with him. Because to them, he seemed like he's such a nice guy. He's so sweet. He's this, this, that, and a third. And um, it was just becoming miserable to to live with him. And so um, I'm saying that to circle back around to how we got here. But I'm saying that to say if the reason why my mother left my father was because my father was... Um, dating outside of their relationship I'm happy that she left I'm truly happy that she left um I must say and so moving into my oh my god I didn't want to mention this this is so funny to me like I seen a post and I actually posted it in my story um and it says I don't make mistakes twice that's why my kids got their own daddies that was so funny to me like at first and I think um, I think a lot of times when people have multiple uh, baby daddies, <laughs> when you when you have had children with multiple men, like I think society and people tend to shame you. Um, I and I don't think I've ever felt any shame behind having multiple um by having kids by multiple men I don't think I've ever felt shame one because it wasn't like um one for me it wasn't me um like I don't have stair-step kids by multiple men or it wasn't a reflection of well I guess it is a reflection of your dating life um my oldest are all five years apart. And so for me, 
And then knowing that <laughs> every single one of my children were born in a rebound relationship. Um, every, every one of my, like every single child that I have is, was born out of a, a relationship that was a rebound. Um, it showed me, um, how I operate in relationships and, um, I never felt shame behind it. I never felt shame behind and my first and and they say like third time's a charm like the first my first like my oldest children like they they turned out to have great dads, you know what I mean? Like and I'm not saying that everything was always 100 like everything everything wasn't always like perfect. They weren't like they weren't perfect and I wasn't either. You know what I mean? And so I, w- I never expected them to be perfect. But I think in in knowing um them now and like hindsight is 2020, like I I appreciate them for showing up. Now this last thing, like this last huh chill like I think um I think in in understanding like someone's family dynamics like I don't think we get into it enough I don't think we get into someone's family dynamics enough to understand how they're going to operate in relationship with you um, and in relationship to them having children. And no matter how many times you guys talk about having children together, building a family and doing things like that, I think um, the hardest part about um, not being with your children's father is knowing that they say one thing and they do something else. And so for me, it's not just with them, it's with everybody. Like, I think for me, if you say you're going to do something, it doesn't matter who you are, like, just do it. And if you're not going to communicate that, like, you know what I mean? Like, communicate that. And I don't think people do that enough. I don't think people communicate that this is not what they're going to do. And so it's it's a form of delusion on their part, like they're delusional with how they show up. And then when you speak truth about the situation they get offended when it's clear what happens and if I can be very if I can be very frank and if I can be very clear um with something is if you okay if if you tell me that you're gonna buy me a car and you don't buy me a car. How are you upset that people found out that you didn't buy my car? Because that's the truth. So if someone asks like, hey, you got a new car. Like, you know, did such and such buy you this car? And you're like, oh, no, I bought the car myself. How can you be upset that 
that is really what happened. And so my thing is, is my whole thing about one, I had never gone through this before. I had never gone through a situation where um, someone didn't want to take care of their child, but they want people to think they're taking care of their children. And so the lies that get told, the stories that get told, the impressions that they make, the stories that they create, the delusion that gets spread, like, it goes like wildfire. Like, it's utterly ridiculous. And then, um, yeah, in my opinion, I just feel like I, I don't want to associate with anyone, even when they express their feelings for you if they aren't taking care of their child or children it's no way that I would ever want to be with someone like that and that was part of the reason why I got out of a relationship before I did not like how he parented his son um excuse me I didn't like how he talked about his son's mother I didn't like how he parented his son And I even did all that I could do so that his son felt comfortable in the home, so that his son was welcome in the home, so that he could see his son more than what he was seeing him when I first met him. And so I did things to include the son in the family, because if I'm saying that I'm with somebody and if I'm saying that I love somebody then you come as a package. And so I love your son. And even if, you know, I, I did, I liked to, I genuinely liked his son, but if I didn't even like the son, I love the son because I love you. And so um, that was just a situation where all around I was trying to get out of and I had to leave it in a smart way. Because, like I said, like financial, I was financially dependent on him. And so I had to make strategic moves to exit the relationship. Um, and not everything is a physical problem. Like, I don't want people to think, like, the relationship was just, oh, my God, it was so physically. Like, that is far from. Like, first of all, if you know me, you know I'm not getting beat down by no man. So, <laughs> so um, I just... You know, I hope that I hope that people really discover themselves and really see themselves. Um and it's unfortunate that um my 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 son's father um or my sons have to endure certain things or they have to endure his absence. Um, yeah, and I I think, and a lot of times I think these things come from how they're brought up. And so when you're brought up in a home where your father is absent and doesn't want you and, um, leaves your mother for whatever reason or doesn't want to be with your mother, and then you have someone that you call your stepfather but they're not legally married for whatever reasons 
most of the time the reason is if you with somebody for about 30 years it is it's a commitment issue there somewhere and so these are signs also that I should have seen prior to and and I would love to I would warn anyone like pay very close attention to how somebody is brought up pay very close attention to the relationships that they watch on a daily basis and so in watching the relationship between your mother and a long-time boyfriend where neither one of them commit themselves to it there's a problem and so or someone who doesn't like you literally see your dad on the street and you haven't talked to him in years like that's a problem and so these are things that I should have took in mind that had a great impact on how he decided to show up as a parent and so when someone you know and then you're saying like this is your quote-unquote stepfather um who is a great man like I don't know hands down but it's like how much respect do I have for a great man that doesn't take care of their children either and so he might have showed up for you but how can you show up for somebody else's children when you have your own that is one thing I will never understand and so when it comes to this fathering of children with the absence of a father like I want I do like I have lived so many situations and maybe one day I'll get I'll drill down on each of my relationships and you know how it came about um but I think what we don't understand is like the importance of men in these babies' lives. And um, the absence of men, I think, is a lot of the reasons why these children are these are the way that they are today. And so while I am eternally grateful to God for allowing me to have two daughters that their dads are very present and um, they have ongoing conversations with them um and I don't have like daughters out here having babies and into boys and boy crazy like I don't you know I don't have those issues um I'm eternally grateful but on top of that there are a lot of worries that I have about my two babies and how they are going to be in the absence of a man and I'm very strategic on bringing people around my children now that's one thing is they they don't see an open door policy with me they don't see like I'm very clear on um how I show up in my relationships like even even if they don't see things and so I know a lot of times like we might the thing is what I see with a lot of people is you act one way behind closed doors um and I've seen this in some of my friends with daughters or just people period like I've seen them act one way behind closed doors but then they get upset when their daughter acts just like them 
<laughs> and so you can't get mad when you out here when you out here dating and having sex and being promiscuous and then your daughter ends up the same way and so I think a lot of um a lot of the reason why my daughters are the way they are it doesn't have I mean it does have a lot to do with um their dads being present but it also has a lot to to do with how I show up and not just in front of them but behind closed doors and so I don't have an open door policy. I'm very like strategic with who my children meet. Um, when I date, even with male friends, like I'm very strategic with who I bring around my children. Um, because just recently, I talked to a girlfriend of mine, and she was telling me that she she read her daughter's journal and didn't know that her daughter was being sexually abused by her ex-boyfriend and that broke my heart like that broke my heart like tremendously like it broke my heart it really did and so um I just warrant women everywhere to just like be the woman that you want your daughters to be. Like be the woman that you want your kids to ma- you want your sons to marry. Like be the per- be that woman and right now um I strive to be for a long time I sh- I was striving to be a better mother, a better mother, a better mother like it's like I've been mothering for over 22 years now. I got this thing down pat. Now I want to be a better woman, a better woman. And I because I had been a mother for so long, because I was a mother before I even became a woman, these things have been like striving. I've been striving to like the journey is to obtain and to be better than what I was. And, you know, everybody say like, you're only in competition with yourself. Yeah. Um, But now. I'm striving to be a better woman because I want to be a better wife. I want to be because if I had I gotten married when I had opportunities to um I would be t- I would I, at those times I don't think I was I would not have been good for anyone. I wouldn't have been good for them. I wouldn't have been good for me. I wouldn't have been good for my children. And so now at this point where I have literally, like I've mastered parenting and I've mastered mothering, I want to master being a great woman um, in business and being a great woman in relationship and in friendship. And so I plan on getting married one day. It hasn't been like it was always a desire. I mean, it had been a desire of mine. And then for a long time, like I think. um, I don't think I wanted to get married because I see. How these men are. (laughs) And I just I haven't seen great examples of marriage material. Like I haven't seen any or came across any man. Um probably in my lifetime that I was like, oh my God, like I'm, I lost out. (laughs) Like I don't, 
I don't think I've come across any relationships where I felt like, dang, that should have been me. <laughs> I know sometimes we do. Like sometimes we look, we look back at relationships and then they get married and they, you know, they just live in their best life and the wife is just, oh my God. And then we look and low key, like we be feeling like, dang, I should have gave him another chance. Like that doesn't cross my mind in the least bit. There's not one relationship that I feel that I have gotten out of. And I feel like I would love to make this work and I wish it would have worked or I feel like they're in a relationship and I feel like I lost out. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like I hope that on holidays, I hope that you reflect on the reason why they were even created because yes, they're man-made holidays and yes, Father's Day ain't in the Bible, like whatever you want to say or just however you want to carry it. Like I think holidays are made for recognition. Um, Just like birthdays are made for recognition and to be celebratory. And so I think that in these moments of holidays, like we need to take time to reflect and we need to take time to celebrate. And so um, I did a lot of reflecting today, which I normally don't do. Um, it's just another day for me because I didn't have my father for so long. I just I just never celebrated Father's Day. Um, so I don't know. But I think. Um, the most I would probably do is like tell my uncle happy father's day. Um, he was very present. Um, mostly, like I said, like mostly in his previous marriage, he was very present for me. Um, in this marriage, he's been married for a long time. Like they had to be married for like seven, eight, nine, ten years, somewhere around there. I don't know. But in his previous marriage, he was very present. And when I say very present, I mean, like, he would date me. Um, He got me my first car. He showed me how to dress for, like, interviews and how to go on dates. And he would take me to five-star restaurants and show me how to order food and take me to the mall and tell me that I'm not supposed to touch doors or carry bags. And, and so, um, he played a very pivotal role in my life. Um, as a young, you know what I mean? Like as a young little girl, as a teenager, um, he was just very present for me. And so I appreciate those pivotal years in my life. Um, and showing me how to be a young lady and show me what to expect and how to expect it because had he not taught me I don't know um who would have taught me (laughs) um yeah I don't really don't know where I would have learned it um so yeah I want to thank you guys for listening to the diary of the heart the memoir the soul podcast um and listen showing up you know on this father's day i hope that if you have lost a father 
um if you have lost a stepdad bonus dad if you lost your child's father like i pray that god give you the strength um to grieve the process that you need to and not be rushed um by anyone um and i pray that you reach a place to move forward in life and not only move forward so that you can get out of the grieving process and heal, but move forward so that you could remember and celebrate the person. Like now I, I'm excited to, I'm excited for next year um, because for so long I suppressed feelings and you know, it, it might've just happened unconsciously, like just going throughout the day. It's just another holiday. <laughs> um, but now moving forward, I think I want to be very intentional about celebrating each holiday and definitely Father's Day because um, I've met some amazing fathers that honestly deserve their flowers. And so if you guys um, would like to further any conversation, like feel free to DM me. If you got any questions, comments or concerns. You can always find me on every social media platform at Lord Funk. And if you, um, I, I got some things brewing in the works. So we got the Funk and Flow Society that is, um, right now is still in the beginning stages. And so feel free to join that. Um, the link is in my bio on my Instagram. You can find it on my website, lordfunk.co. Um, backslash hey insta so you can find everything that i'm doing right now you can find it on that page um yeah but the funk and flow society we're going to be moving forward like pretty soon hopefully by the first of next month like i want to start i want to be in your ear i want to be in your hearts i want to be in your minds every single day like i want us to you know i want us to move together when I say move, like not moving the house, but I want us to to do some movements through the body. I want us to I want to get back into um, yoga teacher. Um, I want to I mean, teaching yoga. I want to get back into meditating daily, journaling um, in the mornings, um, prayer. So I want to be very present for that. And so we have a um, a community starting where we just want to start the day with you. And that's pretty much it. I just really want to start the day with you for about 60 to 90 minutes and help jumpstart your day. And so I do believe that when God laid this on my heart, it will be pretty life-changing. And that's all I want to do is, you know, if y'all don't know, like I've said multiple times that I want to be able to impact one million moms before God <laughs> rapture me on up. And um, I plan on doing so through building community, through building courses and classes online, through coaching um, and helping women become very profitable through per through their purpose. And so, um, like I said, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on all platforms at Laura Funk and my website is laurafunk.co. Feel free to reach out, email me. Um, you can email me at hello at lordfunk.co 
And um, I'm just looking forward to hearing from y'all. So um, until next time, love y'all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.